Hello and welcome back to another episode of Bands with Lawrence here. How are you all doing? I hope you're doing great. For today's episode, I want to talk about the mass deportation of Nigerian youths. The reason why I say youths is because most of the videos that are floating on social media are Nigerian youths. These are young people, young entrepreneurs, young enterprising people that could have done better or could have made better choices or better plans. I mean, we all know that the Jackma culture is like <laughs> eminent. Like everybody wants to Jackma, everybody wants to leave. But have you sat down to ask yourself, what are your plans? It's not just about getting your visas. A lot of people when they get their visas, they go to church, they do Thanksgiving. They say, oh, all my problems are over. Like, I have arrived. Leaving Nigeria is not, it's not, and going to another country is not the destination. It's not the end point. That is just the beginning of your journey. Regardless of what you think, your qualifications, your skill sets, you're just getting to that point to start afresh, to start your life all over again like you tell people okay move from lagos maybe to calabar they will tell you how do you want me to start all over again in calabar but they think moving from nigeria to diaspora they think it's easier they think oh they are going to just get their pigos on the streets and these are the people that get deported india deported over 191 nigerian youths Previous couple of months ago, Dubai deported almost 600 Nigerian youths. And you sit down, and these are just the ones that are known. There are so many other countries that are deporting Nigerians. And you sit down and you ask yourself, why are these things happening? We know that a lot of people are leaving Nigeria in mass um, due to the security um, uh, situation in Nigeria, financial situation, but you have to also realize that it is not just Nigeria that is going through these financial difficulties. The world after the pandemic is in recession. Everybody is scraping down the barrel. Like everybody is trying to survive. Now, you see a lot of people, they save money, they sell land, they get... We're talking about millions of Naira that people use in traveling to Dubai, people use in traveling to India, to different parts of the other parts of the world and when this will get deported what they give them is a hundred dollar to sort themselves out there are a whole bunch of people online crying for nigerian government to come and come to their aid to come and help them leave the countries that they are in because um, the conditions are unfavorable. You go to US, North America, you see a lot of people stranded on the streets, living rough. You have rough sleepers, you have homeless people and you look at these people and most of them are, most of the black people you see there are Nigerians. And you ask yourself, or Africans, you ask yourself, what is happening? A whole lot of people are celebrating the fact that people are leaving Nigeria. People are leaving Nigeria to get a better life out there. But at what cost? What is the standard of living of those people? Most of them are just illegal in the countries that they are going into um, most of them are just they just I, I 
can't even, I don't even know how to explain this. It breaks my heart to see these videos online. And when you advise people, when you say, okay, when you want to travel, why do you, because you ask this youth, why do you even want to travel? And most things that they will tell you is they want to hustle. They want to make money. And you'll be like, okay, making money is a byproduct. Like what are the steps that you have in place to get these things? They will tell you, oh, a friend of mine traveled six months ago and he's already building skyscrapers. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> these, these are the issues. These are the issues. You travel in six months, you don't even know your left from your right. You're still trying to get into the culture of the country that you've come into. You're still trying to know where the bus stop is, where you're still trying to get, get a job. But I think there's this mindset, there's this orientation that Nigerians have that once you travel, you come in, you hit the ground running, you start making money, pounds or dollars. When you exchange that in Nigerian rates, Naira rates, you think, oh my God, I'm a millionaire in the next two months. Have you thought about bills? Have you thought about rent? Have you thought about cost of living? People are not putting any of these things into consideration before traveling. I remember, like, I am not going to sit down here and claim holier than thou. I traveled and one of the saving grace I had was um, somebody who came back from Europe, who came back from the UK and um, they had, they traveled as a visitor and they had so much problems. This lady was using other people's documents to work. She, she couldn't even, and when she was doing all those things, she would work like she was working around the clock and she would still have to share that salary with the person she was using the document to work. And that made it very difficult. Once she pays her rent, and she, it was so difficult for her to even save money to do anything for herself. She later met somebody who told her, just leave. Come back to Nigeria. If you leave voluntarily, I mean, she stayed there for like six, six years. And um, this person told her, just come back voluntarily. Volunteer that you're leaving. You've overstayed. You apologize. And um, you're leaving. They would have more sympathy for you. They will not like stamp 10 years um, visa ban on you once you do that voluntarily. She was able to do that. She got back to Nigeria and then she was able to save some money. The money she used, she was able to process a student visa and she came back. And before then, she was telling me that because then we were trying to get travel. Um, I remember we went to the embassy. We were just sitting down. Everybody was building castle in the air. <laughs> Everybody was building castle in the air. Basically, uh, we were just saying that, oh, we're going to go. We're going to gets you know a very good job i was in it and i'm like oh my god by the time i get it job i'll be doing this i'll be doing that she said listen it is not what you think it is you're going to get there in the next six months you don't even know your left from your right one year is going to come quick on you before you even realize before you even know where your bus stop is one year has gone by not even to talk of you talking about six months you're going to do this you're going to do that she told us her story and i i remember 
everybody was looking at her like a failure like ah, you stayed there for six months uh, for six years and you couldn't even do anything um the other of my friend came back after six months and they were building skyscrapers they were driving the latest cars and all that and you some of the guys said oh because you're a woman you know you couldn't do any of those things because like i was i sat down and i, I listened to her because Deep down, I actually told myself that my story was going to be different, but that does not negate the fact that I learned, I picked the lessons from what she said. She said, listen, once you get there, don't think, like, leave all your assumptions, drop them at the airport, and once you get there, face whatever you have to face, but always hold on to that um, goal that you have. Implement it, regardless if it's going to take you 10 years don't let go of it regardless of the situation you're going to find yourself in that helped me a lot because i got when i got here i was i was i was shocked first of all because it was not as easy as you think oh you're going to just get in there are jobs everywhere you're going to get a job and all that it was not that easy um it took me a while to get a job and um listen that story is for another day my point is i had an idea of what it was like before even coming um if nobody had told me and like we had guys who were sitting down and th this lady told us this story and some of them up till today i am still friends with some of these people and some of them who said oh you're just a woman you 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 did not you're not smart you're not you're not a hustler i am going to come and hustle 90 percent of them today are just roaming the streets doing odd jobs we're talking about 13 years later these people don't even know they are left from their right so you sit down and you think about most of these people that are being deported are people that they have told what is your end goal what is your objective why do you want to travel you hear these people say i want to make money i want to hustle so what are you what are your plans to actually put these things in place they don't have any plan all they want to do is they feel that once they travel all their problems are solved so when they get to these destinations and the reality of the whole thing hit them in the face it is very hard for them to now adjust their minds or adjust their situation to fit into where they are instead they would rather because they are not there to work and earn minimum wage for them to work a double shift to get money no this is not they feel that they are supposed to be getting truckloads of money at a time and building skyscrapers in six months when the realization hits that okay this is not how it is some of these people go into crime some of these people go into unscrupulous businesses some of these people do things that is not within the confines of the laws of the land and these are the people that are deported we talk about deporting six almost 600 youths two months ago and india india is deporting almost 200 people this is within three months we are having almost a third we are not talking about other countries 
almost a thousand people and India deporting 600, the people are that, that are in detention are over a thousand people. Dubai deported almost 600 people. The people that are on detention are over 2,000. The people that are roaming the streets are over 5,000. So you see people traveling and then you're like, okay, some, some of these people, they've been there for four or five years. If you tell some of these people before you travel, why don't you research the countries that you're traveling to? Why don't you check the skills that is required that they are looking for? Every country is lacking in one sector or the other. Once you can tap into that sector, then even if that is not your, your, your original, um, as a background educational background you can do something to fit yourself in when you finish secondary school and decided to study law you did not know anything about law before you became a lawyer when you finish secondary school and decided to to study uh, medicine you know no jack shit about medicine before but you did that you qualified you got that certificate so why do you think i don't understand why people think it is difficult to to go back to school and get another qualification that will help you some of these people will tell you ah three years to go back and study another course eh, where i can be traveling and be making money these are the people that will be there for four years four five six years and are deported and they are giving a hundred dollars at the airport some of them are online crying for nigerian government to come to their aid to come and and take them because they don't even have flight tickets the countries, some of these countries, they don't even want to bear the burden of the cost of deporting these people. So they are all in detention centers and it's just, it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Everybody wants to travel. Everybody wants to jackpot, but not everybody is prepared. Not everybody is prepared. And most times when you tell these people, um, do your research. A whole bunch of people are paying ridiculous amounts of money for school fees, especially in the UK, to come and study. Even those in the UK are taking loans to pay this, to pay for these school fees. So you're thinking, okay, you're coming back, you're selling properties, you're getting loans to come and pay your school fees, and you think even after going to that school. Are you willing to start from the bottom? Are you willing to do internship? Are you willing? Some of them will tell you, ah, I have master's degree. Why would I go and do internship that they will not pay me or they will pay me just um, this small amount of money, a whole me with master's degree, but you don't have any experience. You are there doing jobs that you're thinking, okay, this job is giving me money. In the next five, six years, where are you going to be? You spent all that money doing your masters. But the job you're doing does not even tally with what you studied. Why don't you then make a plan? Make a plan before you come into this country or into any other country. Look at the sectors of that economy that people are lacking, that they require people. Do those courses. They will even give you jobs right from where you are before you even come into the country. You will hit the ground running because you already have a job. In one month's time, your salary will be in your account if they are paid monthly or if some of them are paid weekly. And then you're just going to struggle for that one month. And then the next month, you're okay. You can rent a house. You can do, you can live a normal life. 
it's just going to take you maybe three, four years to make that plan, to put that plan in place. But most people, they when they just wake up in the morning and say, I want to travel, they want to travel the next day without even thinking that, okay, what am I even going to do there? The end goal is not just to travel. The end goal is not just to get your visa, do Thanksgiving and live where you are. You have to be able to ask yourself, what am I going to do in this place? How am I going to fit in? What is, what is that thing that is required of me? People are deported every day. People are, if you go on Twitter, there are so many people begging for flight tickets to come back to Nigeria. And these are people that have lived in these countries for four, five, six, seven years. And they can't even afford flight ticket to be deported. They can't even afford these things. Those people, if you had told them, do nothing for three years, do your qualification exam, get a job before you travel, they'll tell you, ah, three, four years. That's a very long time for me to, I, I don't want nothing. They'll tell you, I don't want this. Ah, no, I cannot do this. But they will still come here and they will do care. They will pay all this money, do these qualifications, and they can't even work in those fields because they don't have experience. They cannot use computers. Developed country is not the one that you come and be writing on paper. These people have zero computer skills. And then you talk. It's, it's, it's help yourself. Sometimes I tell people, help yourself. It, it, it seems as if you're just, you're just ranting. You, 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 you don't like, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's just crazy. A whole lot of youths. And then when they come back after spending five, six years, they are mates. They, some of these people don't even want to come back because they feel like, okay, they spent five, six years. Their mates are already ahead of them. Their mates have already gotten a degree. Some of them master's degree. They're already working or some of them have already learned a skill, learned a trade, and they are doing one or two things. And you, you're just, you don't even have any of these things. You don't have, you don't have any skills. So you're coming back home with no money, no skills, nothing. Most of these people would rather just die in detention than come back to Nigeria to start afresh. It's, it's, it's sad. It is sad. I don't know. The long and short story is we see everyday people traveling like the UK now they are looking for Nigerian teachers, like African teachers. They, 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 they are looking for teachers basically because of the whole situation in the UK right now. There are strikes left, right, center. They are looking for skilled workers. Somebody now back home, they've gone to school. If you tell them now, do some qualification that in the next maybe one or two years, you're going to qualify and come in as a teacher, they will tell you, no, mm -mm, I want to go and do masters. It is masters that I want to do. It is ma and you come pay all that money, do your masters, and then you cannot get a job. You cannot get a job because you cannot practice what you've done. Tell them, okay, after your master's, go and do maybe internship. They'll tell you how much are they paying for internship. After I paid all this money to do master's, I cannot go and do internship. I'd rather go and do support work. I'd rather go and do care work. Okay, you're doing the care work. In the next five or six years, you're still in that care work. 
what is the purpose of your master's paying for your master's degree that five six years if you had taken that time out to do a qualification that you get a job straight you are hitting the ground running that's already placed you above average people think oh just getting the visa is you have you thought about how you're going to be renewing those visas have you thought about it it's it's it, i just want us to 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 think if you have a family member that is about to travel and you ask them what is their goal and they say they want to make money their goal is just to hustle sit down and pity that person sit down if you if you have advised that person and they are not listening just sit down they look now dog name sit down they look now dog name sit down look at that person just allow them just keep looking some of these people will not even listen to advice no they can mm -mm, mm -mm. they will think you 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 are not smart enough yeah, because it happened to you does not mean it's, it's not it's going to happen to me you were not clever enough that was why it happened to you you were not smart enough that was why it took you that long to get your own me i am just going to get my own and in six months i will be i'll be <laughs> i'll be bringing bags of money it is not like that it is not like that people are deported every day there are so many scholarships that you can apply for you can sit down do nothing there are so many healthcare works because if you decide okay um because they are still going to come here and they are going to end up as carers why don't you do some of those supports social there are so many social work uh, qualifications in nigeria that you can do and get a job straight from nigeria to come here or people don't even they just once their head is i want to travel they want it now they want to just get on that flight and leave without even they just say okay once i get there i will figure things out these are the people that are being deported on a daily basis some of them half of them are roaming the streets half of them don't even have directions plan your life plan your life before you travel i am not saying don't travel but also before you travel sit down sit down ask questions ask questions look at the country that you're going to ask yourself what what am i going to do there what is it what are the job prospects if you studied a particular course in nigeria or you're applying for a, a particular master's degree course ask yourself what are the job prospects can i fit into this job is this something i can do if it is not apply for something that you know that when you get here it's easier for you to get a job there is nothing wrong in getting into a country with something that you think will help you and then changing once you're sorted there is nothing wrong in that. So you see people spending five, ten years just circulating. <sighs> Plan your life. Plan your life. There are so many videos floating on social media when people that have recently traveled are advising people on, you know, what to expect or do you still want to come to the abroad? Uh, so many of those videos and 
you you see the comments people say eh, because we don't travel allow us to travel don't stress us we are going to when we come we sort it out or when we come we see we are just because you're in that situation does not mean i'm going to be in that situation instead of you to take the lessons in those videos and think of see information now is available everywhere there is no go to youtube now you want to go to canada type canada on youtube you see videos of nigerians that are sharing their experiences they will tell you what to do before you come or how the things there are life lessons that what they would have done if they like if they are so if they are to travel today the the skills that they would have learned or the courses that they would have applied for these are lived experiences that you can apply to yourself you don't have to just wake up one day and travel and then you're getting there you're stuck you are you cannot advise people you cannot advise people um if you're planning to travel and you've gotten your visa and you've done your thanksgiving thinking your life has changed uh your story has changed without thinking how you're going to when you get there how you're going to sort yourself out then um no matter how much you've paid the millions because we're talking we're, we're talking about over 20 there's nobody traveling now as a student that will not spend over 20 million naira nobody that is traveling now that will not spend over 20 million naira and you're spending that amount of money some of them these people have borrowed money some of them they are going to be paying for the next five six years if you, you can still use that money make your life soft even if you're going to those countries there are ways ask questions don't just wake up i want to be a student and you travel they are going to deport you and after paying those 20 million you come back to nigeria never will give you 100 pound i'll be 100 dollar anyway what do i know people are always going to do what they want to do thank you very much for watching today's episode please like 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 and share thank you very much Bye bye